Yaakov lived lived in the land of Egypt for 17 years. It's very interesting. We find the language of Vayichi by many, many figures in Bereshis. Adam, Sheis, Canaan, Mahalo, others who we never think about. When was the last time Mahalo got mentioned in the Shmuz? But by no other Av. Also, it's notable that we mentioned that he was living in Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim always represents the lowest of the love. Mitzar, boundary. There's a place that was low morally and it was low in its whole ashkav and its whole outlook. And I was their God. That's where Yaakov lived. Mitzrayim. Yaakov is called Bechira Avos. The chosen of the fathers. It's amazing that Chazal even made such a statement. But made it, they did. When you compare great gedolim, it's usually best to avoid grand comparisons. Who are we to judge people of such greatness? Chazal, though, told us in the Medrash Rabbah that Yaakov was the chosen of the fathers. In some way, he had a plus on Avram, a nod from Yitzchak. I'm going to try to unpack that in our short words today and think together what lessons are for us. We find another language by Yaakov that we won't buy, find by any of the other of us. Shalim. Complete. The Yavo Yaakov Shalim Irshchem. Yaakov came to Shchem. Shalim. Rashi. Shalim Begufo. He's complete in his body. Shnidrapim and Sliato. His limp was healed. Shalem b'mono, complete in his money. Shalom chiser klumi kol oto doron. All that he given to Esav, given back to him. Shalem b'torato, he's complete in his Torah. Shalom shochach tamudo beis All the hard years in beis lavan, that Russia. You forget his learning. The first says it this way: Bishlemut gemura v'harmonit. Bishlemut shleini sheni machisaron lorak bepchina chomrit ele bikar bepchina musarit, an encompassing completion, a completion that had no lacking, physically and especially ethically. We know that Avram was all about midas achesed, overwhelming goodness. Yitzchak was the pillar of din, judgment, exactness, precision. Those aren't bad words, by the way. And it's a fact, it's a lot what you need to be good in learning and good in life. Gvura, the greatness of submission, of stepping back, not even having to stand out, of saying so much by living one's inner world. That was all Yitzchuk. Yerushamayim, Lavim, the don'ts of Judaism, being super careful about halacha, also comes from Yitzchuk. Seeing the world and laughing at it also comes at that. It was amazing. But as you know, either those meters taken to their nth degree can produce negative things. Avram had a Yishmol. Unbalanced chesed can lead to terrible things. I just really need to help Jenny with her homework. It really is altruistic. 
my coworker, my coworker Allison Rivka is crying about her messed up marriage. You can leave her there by herself. <laughs> oh yes, you can. Find some of her agenda to deal with her. And the Chavad is mine. I want to quote something I only heard once. B'shem Rufutner, the Yishmol, that says that there were ten kabim of znus that were yared laholam. Nine went to Yishmol. That means ten portions of znus promiscuity went to the world. Yishmol took nine of them. And Rufutner said, "That's a Gemara." Rufutner said, "Why are they always calling in the mezzanines?" You know, ah, ah, ah. so he said that they're calling for the tenth kav. <laughs> and Yitzchak had an ace of. Too much judgment, exactness, precision takes one to the point of kill, killing others that don't fit their worldview. You shall live by your sword. A lack of tolerance. That's a lesson of din. Die. Zo. My way, the highway. I can kill you if you're not like me. The Inquisition and the Holocaust come from that. How much bloodshed has Asif caused in the world and to the Jewish people? I don't mean to take away from his chashav shver by saying that. Yaakov was the first perfect balance of the chesed of his Zaydi and the din of his illustrious father. So, this basic idea I'm sure you've heard. I want to go deeper a little bit though and really flesh this out. Before doing that, of course, let us mention... That of course, Avram Avinu and Yitzchak Avinu reached amazing levels of Shlemus. Let me think, think simply. Avram Avinu had a very strong Din side. We had time, we could prove it. And Yitzchak, of course, had a very strong Chesed side. But it seems that Yaakov's balance, Yaakov's bringing it together, was on an altogether different level. Back to Yaakov. We misunderstand him. We think what he was in modern parlance. A chiller. Not too much of this, not too much of that. Type of guy you like to hang out with. Not going to ruffle your feathers too much. Avram is like, he gets swallowed up in his chesed. Yitzchak is all his exacting judgment coming on time. Yeah, Yaakov. It's kind of parv, kind of bland. Didn't rock the boat. Not that interesting. That's not the picture, though. To reach the level he did, he had the chesed of Avram Avinu and the din of Yitzchak. Pay attention to these words. Those poles lived in him and were alive in him and were balanced in him and were fighting in him. And as much as they both lived in him, he found the balance between them. He knew exactly how his grandfather would feel and see something. And he knew exactly how his father would see and feel something. <coughs> and all of his children were holy. Mitaso Shalei. His bed was complete. Shivteka. God's tribes. Shivteka. Twelve different glorious paths of Odas Hashem were expressed and carried out in his children. There were 12 different paths in Kriyaz Yamsuf, having a few weeks, the splitting of the sea. 12 different paths. Each Sheva went through the Yam in a different way. Because each with their Kofas and Outlook experienced that amazing miracle in their own way. 
There was Vulin the Sefer who supported Torah. His brother Yisachar Steiging through his support. <coughs> there was Don who was all about. Huh? What was Don about? And there's Yehuda who was the Melech for generations. And all that came out of Yaakov Shlemus, out of his completion. This isn't a shmuz about Chinchabonim, raising our children. There's certainly no guarantees today in our trying times. But the Torah is here to teach us lessons. And I think the lesson here on a practical level is the more aspects we develop in our personalities today, the better we will do in our Chinuch Why? Of course, there's something happening on a whole different, much deeper level with Yaakov. But on a level we can learn from. The Torah is given to learn. We can explain it like this. If you're only a Chesed personality, you won't be able to relate to your more intellectual child. And if all you can speak about is ideas and ideas and ideas and philosophy, that kid who's a little bit different, a little more touchy-feely, chesed-oriented, won't feel close to you. My mother's in the clouds. My wife was interviewing once for high school, did a favor for someone. And she said, a certain girl said, yeah, my mother, all can she talk about Hashem all the time? And she didn't mean that in a complimentary way. And one thing we see today so much it's different children are just that, different. So if you want to relate to all of your kids, all your congregants, all your co-workers, all of your Talmudim, Talmudot, you have to develop as many per- aspects of your personality as you can. And by the way, now is the time to develop those aspects. The older you get, the harder it gets. Another point. That mean of Yaakov is called Emes. And Torah and Tiferis. That's what it's called. Let's understand these terms. Tiferis relates to harmony. That harmony that Rav Hirsch highlighted. Yaakov was like a great maestro who knew how to use all of the abilities in the right places at the right time. Now is the time for chesed. Now is the time for din. Now is the time for combination. He can reach the high lows and he can reach the low lows. Let's think about that. This is called emes. Not just Tiferes, it's called emes. Why? I think it's the same thing. In Shlemus is where real truth lies. Great things are done in the extreme. No question about that. But there's something ultimately not genuine when the T's aren't cross. Some things, sometimes they get things done. The startup, the organization, the shul. It takes a person of unusual passion and absolute tunnel vision. But it isn't a way for sustained success. You see this. Without the proper balance, eventually things come apart. Pasuk says, Svas emes tikon la'ad. The language of truth, the lips of truth are established forever. Truthful speech is established forever. That's where the great Svasemis got the name of his saber from. Truth lives on. Emis lives on. Sustained success is through balance. 
And this is Torah. Yaakov was the Amud Torah. Halacha. Living with halacha forces a person to balance. Let's think about that together. You know, I'm just not a friendly guy. I'm unfriendly. Love me anyway. Well, the Torah and Chazal teach us, Unless known Mishnah, for some reason, simpler even, Simcha. I need everything to be neat all the time. Well, Taurus is pretty early on, you're supposed to have kids. And kids make messes. Many, 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 many messes. I'm not a time guy. Footloose. No watches. So, but there is my Krishma. And Shkia comes, and you're playing around with Darais' mamish, Skila. And you say brachos when there's a certain time period. These are basic halachas, you know. The whole dominant thing, not for me really. Maybe Rosh Hashanah Kippur. I don't like words like submissiveness. I'm jumpy. Can't sit in shul. You're supposed to down three times a day. I hate community other people. Yeah, we're at it. Well, that dominant we just had mentioned is supposed to be in a minion. You have to go to Kedushim. I try to avoid them, but you have to go sometimes. Weddings. Other rents as a member of class, so you're a member of community, you do things. I'm not a study guy. I don't do learning. Right? Wait, wait, wait. Tamatar Kanei Kulam is, is all you did. Everybody has to have a shaykh as the Torah. I don't want to work on being happy. So much to be depressed about. Look, it says, Worship God with joy. And it's a major part of Shabbos V'yamtiv. Okay. So I want to totally separate from this low-level world. You're supposed to get married. You're supposed to enjoy your food on Shabbos and Yom Tov, at least. We could go on and on. Huh? But the message is clear. Where is the Torah pushing us to? What's the ultimate message of the Tiferes of the Torah? If we let the Torah work on us and let its message in, we reach tremendous shlemus just by following halacha in a basic way. Because Torah is shlemus, and that's why Yaakov represents it. And this might be why we find Vayichi only by Yaakov amongst the Elvis. Of course, all the Elvis lived. Avram Yitzhak at a level we can't even imagine. But the Torah was hinting that Yaakov was living on a whole different level. He knew that whatever he was feeling, thinking, saying, and doing was exactly what he should be feeling, thinking, saying, and doing. That's real life. Every moment was alive. Because I'm doing what exactly I'm supposed to be doing at this moment. This is what I'm supposed to be thinking now. And this is what I'm supposed to be doing now. And this is what I'm supposed to be feeling now. No guilt. No self-doubt. No, maybe he didn't balance it out correctly. Vaychi Yaakov. Yaakov was living in this whole different place. I just want to share one other thing. A little bit of a tangent. Not very much, but just about the idea of Amad Torah. Because we're talking about Amad Torah as opposed to others. I want to share something that I read about Ravarin Cutler once. So, so when Ravarin, you have to know that Ravarin was a revolutionary 
It totally changed the face of America today and in a certain sense of the world. And the whole idea of full-time learning was not in America until he came around. He didn't Lakewood. It was such a chiddish, it was such a novelty at the time that visitors to Lakewood hotels, Lakewood was originally a resort town, would peer into the windows of the base medrash and stare in astonishment at the men avidly learning. After one Shabbos afternoon where they were inter- interrupted several times by gawkers, one student, currently a Rosh Hashiva, started flaying his arms like an animal in a zoo until it dawned on onlookers that maybe it was best to stop looking. Mm-hmm. Byron's daughter, Revitzin Sarah Schwartzman, used to say, Father often used to challenge Balabatim at an emergency fundraising meeting. He put it exp- in approximately these words, I don't want you to misunderstand me. I don't want you to, to mislead you. There's a need for Rosh Hashiva in the country and elsewhere, and Lakewood will produce them. There's a need for effective teachers and for the right kinds of rabbis, and Lakewood will produce those too. There's a need for Balabatim, Tamidi Chacham, scholarly laymen, and Lakewood will send them forth. However, the Rosh Hashiva of Lakewood is Limatar Lishma. Limatar Lishma. This is Ryan's whole life, anybody who's studied him. The study of Torah for its own sake. It is with this understanding and for this purpose that I am asking for your support. Now, that was an introduction. Here's a point I want to get to, which is really relevant. Rav Aaron shared his worldview with Irving Bunim, pointing, one of those great Talmud Echam Balabatim, pointing to American history as proof. It's so interesting. The initial Sephardic immigrants to America in the 1700s built beautiful synagogues, he told Bunim. They came with a value of avoda, tefillah, but the community didn't flourish. German Jews arrived in the 19th century and built institutions of chesed, Jewish hospitals, philanthropic organizations such as the Joint, but abandoned traditional Jewish observance. Avoda and Gemil Sadam are important pillars of Jewish life, said Ravarin. But what sustains the Jewish world is Torah. Very amazing words from an amazing person. So back to Yaakov. This is a major part of Yaakov's uniqueness. This drive for absolute completion. I think there might be another aspect of what made Yaakov so special. Dealing with difficulties. And that's a relevant thing to share today when Claudius Searle is in a difficult position all around us. You don't want to open up the news in the morning. Someone said, what does Hotar Lepirsu mean? Hotar Lepirsu means another more Yisomim, more Almanis. More parents that are destroyed. So we're all dealing with difficulties now. Avravina Lithrunisyonis. Great test that gave us our spiritual DNA today. Tafshim Pei 2023. By Yaakov, we don't find the Sionis of that sort. I'm talking about a Sarnisyonis of Avra, of Yaakov. I don't, I don't remember something ever specifically referred to. Moshe Feinstein picked up on this. He didn't go into a fiery furnace or was asked to sacrifice his beloved son. But he dealt with an enormous amount of difficulty and challenges all throughout his long life. Let's look. His brother hated him and wanted to kill him. He had to trick his father into giving him the brachas. Not an easy thing to do. Especially a holy father. I knew someone who lied to Ravarin Lichtenstein once. I, was like, I remember after saying, You lied, but you lied to Ravarin Lichtenstein? Come on, how could you do that? His beloved wife Rachel died as they were finally getting back to Eretz Yisrael. 
Lovin cheated him first with his wife Switcheruni, and then with the sheep. Your father mocked me and changed my ways a hundred times. He fought the Sarah Shalasev. And after a whole night of mortal combat, he struck his thigh, causing him to limp. His daughter Dina was trespassed in Shechem. Something that goes unnoticed. Twelve other daughters of his passed away. That's why they're not listed, Rashi says, on the way to into Mitzrayim. Twins of the Shvatim, twelve daughters. And finally he thinks things are settling down. He was desirous of sitting Bashalva in peace. Yosef. The whole crazy Yosef story happens. And to see his didn't see his most beloved son for twenty two long years, not knowing what really happened to him. We all run away from difficulties and challenges. And it's more and more like that because we're so hyper-pleasure-sensitive today. And our, our awareness of pleasure and pain is heightened at a whole different level than probably any other time in history. It's getting, if you will, worse. But we have to know that such a big part of Yaakov Shlemus wasn't just working on his midos in a sanitary midos ivory tower workshop. It was through living all through this. Being emistic to a love with a loved one. What can I do? What can I do? Having a level of simcha through all the difficulties that he went through. He could deal with, and he dealt with every type of situation. He was Metaki Tzvilas Arvis. He instituted the evening prayer. About which it says, Ain la keva. Which we can understand there's no limits. There's no limits to Marv. Think about it from a basic halacha. Shachris, Mincha, limited amount of time, especially these months. How long do you, you have to die in Mincha? Shachris starts quite late also. Marv, there's an enormous amount of time to die in Marv. All night. Yaakov had no boundaries, no limits. He didn't need things to be this way or that way for him to be comfortable, to, to be over to Shem. And maybe that's what the Torah is teaching us by pointing out he lived in Mitzrayim. Some of us can live in Shul. We can live in Yeshiva. We live where everybody loves us. And we get a lot and only positive feedback. I, I thrive in that environment. We live when we are wanted at Ivy League schools. We get a lot of likes on TikTok. In the face of challenges, we fall apart. Yaakov lived in Egypt. And what about Shavas Rishana? What about the idea of 17 years? What's, what's in that? 17 is well known as the gematria of Tov. Tess is 9. Vav is... Six, fifteen, that is two. Tov. Isn't that what Tov is all about? All concept of goodness. Like a Tovus Aneris continuing to light, not seeing an end to things, everything extending out of one source, continuity, everything is in the picture. 
Everything is good no matter where one is and what it is. Tov. What's the takeaway for us? Three things. One is to drive for Shlemus. I think that's what the main message of this man was. We all need to know our positive points. But we can't just focus on them. We develop ourselves with our strengths, as Rabbi Rucham says. But we need to work through all aspects of ourselves. Not to be satisfied with who we are, what we know. But to live with a bigger picture, a wider picture of the person we could become. And to embrace difficulties, not to be such pleasure seekers all the time. As much as we want, and I like it as much as all of us, to be, everything should go for us, easy schmeasy. But when we remember Father Yaakov, we realize the path to greatness is littered with many, many, many stumbling blocks along the way, Sheva Yipol Because of those nephilos, he rose. And three, the only way to do all this is to stay connected to Torah, to Limit Torah. Yaakov was Torah, like we said. Serious Limit Torah helps one get through all the difficulties. As David Amalek said, Lule Had not your Torah been my preoccupation, Shashua, even a plaything, I would have perished in my affliction. And there's so many different levels to that Oni and that Shashua and, and the Lulei Toroscha. That's on the difficulty side we need to stay connected to Torah. And on the Torah side, as we earlier said, but the Lima Torah and the Keeping Halacha, Torah is what it constantly pushes, steers, and encourages us towards Shlemus, towards completion. <laughs> I thought it was all about X! Well, I see these classical, authentic sources which really seem to emphasize why. What do you do with that? That is constant in learning. I see this part of the sugya. I see that part of the sugya. It's all part of the picture. And deeper, as much as Torah is Tiferes, and Torah is Shlemus, and Torah is Emes, the more you're involved with it, and thinking as it thinks, not as we think. Not with our preconceived Western concepts of what things should be. But the Torah teaches me what to be. And the Gedolim teach me who to be. And the Achronim teach me who to be. And the Rishonim are the ones I follow. The more you will embody the traits of the Torah. Because you're a piece of Torah. A piece of Tiferes. A piece of Shlemus. In closing, if we take, take the message of Yaakov seriously, if we take the message of Torah seriously, just as it says about Yaakov, he came Shalim, each of us will also, Bezrat Hashem, come Shalim, and through that attach ourselves to the ultimate Shalim one, when that's forever and ever.